0: Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around St Albans and from further afield. And at last, this year's St Albans Sustainability Festival is underway. The two weeks of sustainability-themed events run by hundreds of groups, schools, businesses and individuals all around the district is happening now, with a huge range of events for everyone to and to learn from now there are some events online but if you're sick of sitting in front of a computer there are some real in-person events too some of the things that I spotted you can find out about the maternity clothes library sounds like a great idea you can discover exactly what happens to stuff that you throw in your bin you can even make your own vegan wax wraps who knew And those are just some of the events that I picked at random from the programme that you'll find at SustFest.org. Now, do take a look. There is so much going on. And frankly, it's a long time since we've been able to say that, isn't it? Now, one organisation that's been a great supporter of SustFest right from the start is the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust. Now, six weeks ago, I spoke to Heidi Carruthers, who had been newly appointed as the project coordinator for Wilder St. Albans, a two-year project funded by St. Albans District Council, but run by the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust. And you can find that interview on the podcast page of RadioRoland.com if you missed it. Now Heidi told me how Wilder St. Albans hopes to not just do what it says on the tin and make more opportunities for wildlife in our city, but also to connect and enable people who want to help wildlife flourish near to them. I caught up with Heidi again to find out how Wilder St. Albans is going and how she's using Sustfest as an opportunity to get us engaging with the wildness around us. So Heidi, thank you so much for joining me. So your first six weeks in your role at Wilder Saint Tolbans, what's it been like?
1: So it's been it's been a very busy time, but wonderfully enjoyable. Um, I've been spending this time getting to meet uh, different groups, community groups and individuals who are either currently taking action for wildlife or wanting to develop their own wild ideas. Um, So I've certainly been out and about meeting lots of people, which has been fantastic. Uh, And also thinking about how we want to launch the project. So preparing resources and toolkits for our website. So we have things to signpost people to uh, when they want to develop their own wild ideas ideas.
0: Wow okay so it sounds like it's been a busy time for you. Uh, How has this met your um, expectations? Has it exceeded it or or did you hope there'd be more?
1: Absolutely exceeded my expectations. I mean it is so wonderful sort of picking apart and having a look at all the different groups that we have already interested and um, doing their best to promote you know positive action around our local wildlife so already for um, the information I've been preparing for the website I've got a list of 20 very local groups that are doing just that and you know asking for volunteers to help support them in doing what they're trying to do as well so it's been it's been a really inspiring time. I've been overwhelmed basically at how many people just are contact, contacting me directly just saying I feel like I, I want to do more I'm not quite sure what just tell me what I can do type thing and it's yeah not only is there stuff obviously that I can tell them they can get involved with with the project but again like all these other groups that I can now signpost people to it's just yeah it's just fantastic
0: okay so um your your position is funded by St Albans District Council will you be having contact with them would you will you be able to feedback some of the things that people are asking you um perhaps to change some of their behavior
1: Yes, absolutely. So um, one of the things I I want to do as a start is to discuss with the District Council about how how and when people have wilder ideas that are um, concerns St Albans District Council land, how they can take those forward and get those agreed. So that's one of the first things that I want to do with the council is to, is to work out a way that, that people can go about that. Um, we'll also be working in partnership to um, develop some larger, wilder projects on their land, working in partnership with Hertfordshire's Countryside and Rights of Way. Yes, that will be specific to the land that, that the District Council currently owns.
0: Okay, that sounds fantastic. Now, um, you're launching a questionnaire that you want us to fill in. Can you tell us what that's about, please?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll be launching on Sunday at the Sustainable Market, which is incredibly exciting. And our first call to action, as it were, um, is to encourage as many people as possible to take part in a fun How Wild Are We survey. So we want people to take notice of and record the wildlife and habitat features they have around them now to help them identify perhaps what more can be done in their space to help wildlife, but also to help us track how much wilder we become over the course of the project.
0: OK, so are you talking when you say their space, are you talking about people's gardens or uh, I don't know, the, the street outside their house or the park down the road or what, what would yeah. you be talking about there?
1: So you can do this survey anywhere. You can do it in your school grounds. You can do it at home. You can do it in the grounds of your business or organisation. And regardless of what you have on your patch, even if you don't have any outside space at all and can just look from a window, um, you can still take part in some aspect of the survey.
0: Okay. Um, and how about, because lots of us aren't very good at identifying what it is that we're looking at, is there a little bit of help given for that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the survey can be carried out on any sunny day during the course of the festival, so from the 23rd of May to the 6th of June. When you download the survey sheet from the website, so from heartswildlifetrust.org forward slash and Albans, on the survey sheet itself there's a really useful set of pictures to help you identify what it is that you're looking at.
0: Okay, that sounds really useful. And you're going to be able to use all this information to sort of measure what needs to be done and also how successful what you're doing is. Is that right?
1: Yes, absolutely. But also to help individuals kind of have a closer look at the features that they have and perhaps plan some of their wilder actions in the future as well. Okay, and it sounds like this could be quite a nice activity to do with children. You mentioned schools there. Yeah, so it should be a really lovely family activity and we've tried to make it as fun as possible. So if you do the entire survey, it will take around 60 minutes, but it's split up into four parts. So there's a 20 minute bird watch from a window, there's a 15 minute bug hunt, there's a 15 minute flower walk, and then there's a 10 minute pond dip if you happen to have a pond as well. So it should be a really nice half term activity to do with children, but also for schools to do in that week before as well.
0: OK, but also it sounds like there's plenty of learning for adults there as well.
1: Oh, yeah, tons. I think when I do it, I'll be learning as well. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, if you can put some names to some of the things in my pond, then that's going to be really good. I'll <laughs> be learning a lot from that. So, yeah, brilliant. Excellent. <laughs> so um, the Hudson Middlesex Wildlife Trust has got some other um, events that they're running for SUSFest. And these are garden based things, learning about wildlife gardening. Why the focus on, gar- on gardens at the moment?
1: Well that's because you know to do with wilding looking at kind of how we can increase biodiversity there are actions that absolutely we can all take on our own patch if we have a garden without doubt. So yeah over the course of SUSFEST we'll be running two events gardening for a wilder St Albans. One will be for adults and the other one will be for families um, and information on these can be found in the Sussfest programme.
0: Okay. And they're actually in-person events down at Greep House.
1: They are. It's very exciting. Yes. Yeah, so they will be in-person events at Greep House. So we'll be, we'll be there in 3D form.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. I'm actually signed up one of those. Very much looking forward to it. Very Heidi, great. thank you so much for coming and sharing all of that with us.
1: No, thanks very much.
0: I was talking there to Heidi Carruthers and you can find the wildlife guarding events on sustfest.org or on the Harts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website. And you can find out more about Wilder St Albans by joining the Wilder St Albans Facebook group or by contacting Heidi via the link on the Harts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website. Um, And I'll also put that link onto the notes that go with the podcast of this show. Now, you might also have seen that the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust are raising funds to buy a beautiful little bit of ancient woodland, Astonbury Wood near Stevenage. It's a beautiful site with masses of bluebells as well as other important wildlife. And they're already halfway towards their target of £104,000. Now, if you'd like to help them to save this wildlife gem, then do head to the Hearts and Middlesex Wildlife Trust website and make a donation there. Now, it's not just the Hearts of Middlesex Wildlife Trust that are holding a garden-themed event for Sussfest. There's lots of other gardening... Um, themed events too um, for instance the CDA invite you to visit their community garden on the 27th of May and help them to develop a wildlife garden um, enjoy a talk on bees um, and help renovate their pond for frogs and toads and that's at uh, ten thirty to 2 o'clock as I say on the 27th of May um, and the uh, CDA community garden is in Hicksbury Lane um, everybody's welcome whatever your age is. Now, one of the crucial things that Susfest does is to encourage the involvement of local businesses, giving them a chance to showcase the steps that they are taking to be more sustainable and to share tips with the rest of us. Local businesswoman Kate Cherry emailed Amanda at RadioVerulam.com to ask if she could come along and tell us about the Susfest event that she is running. It's called An Introduction to TerraCycle for Hard to Recycle Items. Now, in Kate's description of the event, she says, are you fed up with putting hard to recycle items in your bin? Come along and learn about local TerraCycle and send it back opportunities near you. Well, of course, we don't like putting hard to recycle items into our bin. So I spoke to Kate to find out more about her event and what she has planned. Kate, thank you so much for joining me. So can you just tell me a little bit about yourself?
2: Absolutely. And thanks for having me, Amanda. So my name is Kate Cherry and I live in Harpenden and I run two local businesses. I run women's business networking with a company called the Athena Network. And I'm also an independent consultant with a skincare and nutrition brand called Arbonne, which is what brought me to doing this talk.
0: OK, so are you a keen recycler yourself then?
2: Yes, as much as we can. I'm always catching stuff in the bin that the kids have forgotten, you know, that should go in cardboard or that should go in the plastic.
0: Oh, right, OK. Yes, Now I know what it's like if you've got uh, children, you're trying to inspire as well.
2: So um, what
0: inspired you to hold your event?
2: My healthy living business has as one of its key missions, sustainable healthy living. And one of the elements of that, because we're a B corporation, which means we're held to really high standards of balancing people, planet and profit, is that we, we look at reducing carbon emissions, increasing recycling, reducing waste and all of that. So, My company announced a partnership with TerraCycle a couple of years back, and it was being beta tested, if you like, in the US. And so while we were waiting for that to happen, I started looking into it and found that, okay, it wasn't just my company and my products that I could, you know, recycle my packaging better. There are lots of other companies in the UK already that partner with TerraCycle that enable us to send back hard to recycle packaging. Okay. So, can you just tell us a little bit about your event then? Yeah. So, um, when we were trying to sort of brainstorm, to okay, so how would I be involved? How would it not be too commercial, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm a products-based business, so no one's going to want to necessarily attend a talk that's just about my products, I thought, well, actually, what's more of more value within the remit of Sustfest is in introducing people to that. I've got my company as a case study, but it's a more broad introduction to who is TerraCycle? What do they do? How would they come about? A lot of us watched The War on Plastics, the BBC programme a few years ago, horrified to see that a lot of the things we think we're recycling actually don't end up where we think they do. And also there's your hard to recycle elements. You can't send those back. The plastic that covers your dishwasher tabs, for example. So that's something that could be really useful for people. And we've had quite a few people book on already wanting to hear more, which is good.
0: Okay. So, will you be helping us think about how we can recycle using TerraCycle, these, as you say, harder to recycle items?
2: Absolutely. So, I don't necessarily have a personal connection. Um, My knowledge of TerraCycle is is self-taught. I looked into it myself and obviously I've got our partnership as a company um, with them. So, different companies have a different level of engagement. So, for us, for example, you get a prepaid envelope that you could send things back in. Other companies, you'll have drop-off spots. So, it's really at a high level. What is TerraCycle? How can you use that and leverage it day to day? There may be brands or items that I mention as I talk through what I've found that you're, you're sort of, oh, yes, that would normally go in the bin, you know, cat food pouches or your Tassimo coffee pods or pens and pencils. I hadn't really thought of that. How many times do we throw a pencil or a pen in the bin? And actually, that's an item you can so you can TerraCycle.
0: Okay, sounds absolutely fascinating. So it sounds like this might be really good for individuals, but perhaps also for business people like yourself.
2: That's a really good point. More and more businesses are trying to do what they need to do with recycling and having different boxes for you to put your latte cups in and things like that. But at the end of the day, we've all got that bin, which is, you know, if you can't find the recycling box, you put it in the bin, don't you? So um, I absolutely think it, it could be something that individuals and businesses can can leverage and who knows there might be someone who listens in who thinks well I'd like to get on board with that I'd like to either have um my home as a depot for example or um I have a, a product that could I could have a partnership with TerraCycle to organize sending back
0: okay that sounds that sounds fantastic um
2: so just briefly when and uh, and how do we book so the talk is Friday 28th and it is one thirty For about, I would have thought, depending how many people and questions, probably about 45 minutes. And how to book is simply to email me and I will send the the link. And could I just ask you, as a business
0: person, do you find that having eco-credentials helps your business? Or is it just something to make you feel good?
2: Oh, that's a good question. A bit of both, I think. You know, with my company, we talk about being conscious of what you put down the drain, for example, what we shower with, what we wash our hair with. Um, But as a business owner, so I've had my business for seven or eight years now. And over the seven or eight years, I've noticed how many more people are conscious of what they're consuming, what they're using, Um, they're looking for brands or businesses that have those ethics that are doing the right thing and um, because it's a collective effort isn't it we're all we all need to do our our, our little thing yep, absolutely
0: an and uh, and companies you know like yours hopefully be a part of the solution in the future Kate, thank you very much indeed for sharing that with us I was talking there to Kate Cherry and Kate's event. An introduction to TerraCycle for hard-to-recycle items is at 1.30 on Friday the 28th of May and you can book your free place by emailing Kate at kate.cherry.arbonne, that's A-R-B-O-N-N-E at gmail.com and you can find those details in the Susfest brochure at susfest.org or in the notes that go with the podcast of this show. And do listen out on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam for more interviews about inspiring sustainability themed events during this year's sustainability festival and i'll be sharing news of events on twitter at rv_environment and on the environment matters facebook page and if you'd like to tell me about an event that you're running you can drop me a line on amanda at radioverland.com always good to hear from you i'm going to be back at the same time next week but until then thank you for listening